This is section 46 of Mark Twain Speaking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mock Oration on the Dead Partisan, Early November, 1884. Read by John Greenman. Mr. Chairman, that is a noble and beautiful ancient sentiment which admonishes us to speak well of the dead. Therefore let us try to do this for our late friend who is mentioned in the text. How full of life and strength and confidence and pride he was, but a few short months ago. And alas, how dead he is today. We that are gathered at these obsequies, we that are here to bury this dust and sing the parting hymn and say the comforting word to the widow and the orphan now left destitute and sorrowing by him their support and stay in the post office the consulship the navy yard and the indian reservation we knew him right well and familiarly we knew him and so it is meet that we and not strangers should take upon ourselves these last offices lest his reputation suffer through explanations of him which might not explain him happily and justifications of him which might not justify him conclusively first it is right and well that we censure him in those few minor details wherein some slight censure may seem to be demanded to the end that when we come to speak his praises the good he did may shine with all the more intolerable a brightness by the contrast to begin then with the twilight side of his character he was a slave not a turbulent and troublesome but a meek and docile cringing and fawning dirt-eating and dirt-preferring slave and party was his lord and master he had no mind of his own no will of his own no opinion of his own body and soul he was the property and chattel of that master to be bought and sold bartered traded given away at his nod and beck branded mutilated boiled in oil if need were and the desire of his heart was to make of a nation of freemen a nation of slaves like to himself to bring to pass a time when it might be said that all are for the party and none are for the state and the labors of his diligent hand and brain did finally compass his desire for he fooled the people with plausible new readings of familiar old principles and beguiled them to the degradation of their manhood and the destruction of their liberties he taught them that the only true freedom of thought is to think as the party thinks that the only true freedom of speech is to speak as the party dictates that the only righteous toleration is toleration of what the party approves 
that patriotism duty citizenship devotion to country loyalty to the flag are all summed up in loyalty to the party save the party uphold the party make the party victorious though all things else go to ruin and the grave in these few little things he who lies here cold in death was faulty say we no more concerning them but over them draw the veil of a charitable oblivion for the good which he did far overpasses this little evil with grateful hearts we may unite in praises and thanksgivings to him for one majestic fact of his life that in his zeal for the cause he finally overdid it the precious result was that a change came and that change remains and will endure and on its banner is written not all are for the party now some are for the state end of mock oration on the dead partisan read by john greenman